and welcome to the In General Podcast. My name is Jack and I'm joined with Chris and Assis. Hey guys. Hey, how's it going? Hello, hello. It's been a long time uh, since the three of us have spoken, but good to speak to you again. Yeah, it's been about almost a year, I think, since the three of us were together on a podcast. Yeah, I think it was like last June. Uh, It's been a long time, but what have we got to talk about today? Absolutely nothing. Nothing, and it's been great. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Uh, Until next time, uh, always tune in. Stay tuned to Jurassic Outpost for all the nothing. All the nothing. I mean, what's cool is if you're not already following Colin Trevorrow's uh, Instagram, be sure to follow him there because he has been posting things that he does not post to Twitter onto his Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's been posting various photos, um, some from the shoot out in Vancouver and the surrounding areas. So it's just sort of frozen tundra looking areas and snowy mountainscapes. Cool. It gave a good insight into what uh, the, or one of the locations of Jurassic World 3, what we'll be seeing on screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool look at the, the chairs for the crew with the, the logo on it, which, I mean, I just love the classic colors. I really, really yeah. hope. Yeah, we said that last time about, uh, we, I was, it was really nice to see the original colors and all that back on, even on the clapperboard on the film. Yeah, slide. yeah. That was nice. I'm, I'm hoping that that is indicative of what the film's actual logo will look like. The, the only issue is, is I haven't seen many great like uh, 3D uh, versions of the logo in those colors. When you start coloring like the rocky textured 3D logo, it starts to look a little messy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they use the colors, which I hope they do, um, I'm curious to see what the design will look like. And how- but would you want to see a flat logo if if Jurassic World Dominion all of a sudden it took the Jurassic Park logo and basically just added the word Dominion? Would you want um, to see that, or do you feel like it would be quite unfitting? I don't think it'd be very fitting. I think that they could have a, an official flat variation of the logo in classic colors, and I think that would be great. But for things like even merchandise and whatnot, I don't think that that would work very well. Um, you think there's going to be snow on the logo? Uh, oh, I, I think there might be. Snow on a another logo. Ha <laughs> ha! What? What does this mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there could be. I, I mean, it might be the, the movie. The uh, Fallen Kingdom logo was certainly more like eroded, and it sort of, you know, it made sense. So I wonder if the location will aid, or you know, what's happened to the world will aid the design of this logo. Yeah, I mean, assuming that this is a big visual part of the movie. It could definitely inform, and obviously, it's the part of the film that they're choosing to show us at the moment. You know, we're seeing all these pictures that have been shown from them filming have included snow. Um, so I mean, given they only filmed for a short amount of time before they went on hold, so they only filmed basically there. But nonetheless, that is sort of informing our first impression of the film. So it wouldn't surprise me even if, like, the first logo trailer, instead of in the background, ash and embers, like for the Fallen Kingdom poster, if in the background there's like snowflakes or something. I just got cold thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you it, think it would be a cool teaser trailer if there was just like a small teaser trailer that dropped and it was just a tiny little scene in some snow? Or something almost like, uh, you know, the opening of Jurassic World with the bird, mm-hmm. the footprint. Yeah, but this time, kind of this time it's not a fake out or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, yeah, cool. like that—that's like a classic teaser trailer, like almost like a proof of concept before they film. Like they just whip something up to get people talking. Um, like yeah, the Lost World teaser. That it work. Yeah, I would love to see like a classic teaser like that, but done with today's production standards, um, mm. because you know the old Jurassic teaser trailers were kind of cheesy. 
and kind of clunky. Um, so I'd love to see it done with like a little bit more finesse. But yeah, no, I think that yeah. something like that would be really, really fun. So uh, another thing that was shared uh, on Collins, I think he did share this one on Twitter, but it was a, uh, is this an animatronic or a maquette? Uh, are you talking about the baby Nasutoceratops? That's exactly what I'm talking about, Chris. You know. Um, <laughs> that is an animatronic. Yeah, they sh- He shared footage of it animating earlier before he f- uh, showed the final painted version. And it looks like it uh, It moves pretty fluidly. Like, it seems to have a lot of movement, which is nice. Um, yeah. How's that- the design on that? Um, obviously, I'm not an expert on this species I- or any species. But, uh, yeah, what's it like <laughs> compared to its sort of real-life... Uh, okay, so, like, the baby animal itself is probably exaggerated a bit, like, in terms of its cute baby-like features, but, um, that, that they aside... They gotta sell toys, man, they gotta sell toys. But that aside, like, I don't necessarily look at it and think that it doesn't look like a real-world animal, um, so that's fine with me, and it, I don't look at it and see traits that necessarily... The feet could be better, but that's a different debate for a different day. It looks good. Um, I want to see it with some dirt yeah, no, it, on it, like, red, red dirt or something. Oh, yeah, no, it absolutely know? looks... Fantastic. I mean, compare that to the Fallen Kingdom animatronics. And the one thing that we all said when we saw those animatronics is, like, they didn't. The skin didn't look real. You could tell it was like foam. Like it last lacked a certain level of like reflectivity. Um, it's yeah. like all the color sort of got a little faded and absorbed into the foam, and it never had that like that reflectivity of like reptilian like skin. It just never looked right in Fallen Kingdom. And this right away, the first thing I you noticed, you can tell this is this is going to look good because the pose it's in itself isn't a tradition, or it's just sort of on the desk, right? And you can see the ripples in the skin, and you can see like around the sh- I guess the shoulder leading down into the chest. Yeah, you can see how this is going to move, and the skin's going to go with it, like the animatronics we're used to. Yeah, no, absolutely. I just think that it, the, the painting on it's fantastic. The materials that they used are fantastic. Uh, and the design, I think, is really, really nice. So what's interesting is this is not the first time we've seen a baby Nasutoceratops. <clears throat> we obviously saw a baby Nasutoceratops in Battle at Big Rock. Um, however... What I found interesting is this design doesn't adhere to the Battle of Big Rock Baby Nasutoceratops design. Uh, I don't mean that it it is like different, like a retcon, but it's it's just it is different. Um, you know, its horn lengths are a little different. Its head shape's different. Its leg length is different. This one ultimately ends up looking younger, but it's got a lot of small tweaks to it that uh, make me assume that the animatronic team were not beholden to the industrial light and magic model, which is good because sometimes things that work in a digital space don't work as well in a practical space. So like once they start actually physically sculpting it and bringing it to life, there might be things that they realize, Oh, Hey, to make this look as good as possible and work as well as possible, we have to make changes. And then that should, that's what they always did (laughs) in the original movies, like Stan Winston team. They always said it started with a maquette. That's where the design would come. And then ILM would then get all of the maquettes, all the final designs after having influence in that design right yeah absolutely uh, yeah i mean it was it was collaborative but for the most part it was stan winston studios that designed the yeah, dinosaurs yeah. along um, with obviously spielberg and everybody else. yes it, it's um it was yeah so this is kind of the reverse of that in a way well it, uh, it has been the reverse this... iom's been designing the yeah. dinosaurs but this time it seems like they might have gone back to allowing the practical effects team to design the dinosaurs or maybe iom is involved because iom does have a practical sculpting department um so they might actually be involved this time around but just uh, 
physically sculpting the dinosaurs because remember way back last summer towards the end of it Colin said that they were designing all their dinosaurs out of clay this time um, it really helps to kind of you know first imagine them in a tactile real world environment and that's just different than the workflow in the past because what they did in the past was uh, you know digitally model them and then 3D print them and then yeah. refine them with the 3D printing um, so it just looks really nice. I think I think it's going to look great on screen, no matter how it's shot. You can just tell by the way the light hits the paint on it, and it put in a real world environment, and then in a scene where it's actually interacting. Yeah, no, it looks real. I mean, this is an extreme close up, and it looks and it's really non dramatically lit. I mean, this thing is fully lit, and it looks great. So imagine yeah. that with a pro, yeah. you know lighting, animation, everything like that. I think it's going to look fantastic. Um, its eyes beautiful, like the amount of detail on the horns. Like, like just the way the light reacts to it it's not being but it's you know it's pretty much a full body mm. uh, obviously we've got the cable going but it's a full body animatronic as well yeah it's the first full body mm. since the Jurassic Park films it was either an animatronic designer posted a photo or Colin posted a photo oh it was in a cage no yeah okay yeah it was Colin's sorry I actually have to go back and look at Colin's feed to see what he posted originally I'm a little confused I think the original one where we <clears> see his um see it was him like unpainted or whatever yeah i think i'm talking about the one without even the skin on it um where he they were just controlling it yeah 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 so what's interesting is you watch the eye even the pupil itself dilates um whoa it's a cool video. yeah so it, it, it's the movement's quick and responsive and it's yeah you can kind of see the yeah it, it has a dilating pupil just... um which is all done practically so I think that we're going to get very close to it. And the fact that it even has, like, a tongue that, like, is animating. I mean, this thing, we, we're going to see it close to the camera one way or another, um, whether or not a human character is interacting with it or if just the camera is going to favor this animal. But later on, when he showed that video and it was clearly in a cage, I assume that means we're probably going to see this animal in a cage. Yeah, uh, still. It'd be cooler if it's if it's sort of like a breakout, like you know they're letting them out and it's oh uh, like a release or something like when uh, like if they yeah. catch a bear and they have to then like release it back into the wild because it got too close to human stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, you can kind of see it being utilized like that, especially like a young well, younger one. Well, especially like, the way that they in the early video you see the tongue moving, it wouldn't surprise me if we see it's like it actually chewing and eating something. Like maybe somebody feeds it like some grass or leaves or whatnot, and like it actually chews and like works like the food with its tongue and whatnot. Because otherwise, that that's a lot of animation they put in there um, for something that it's not going to use, which is possible. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I'll I really want to see more of this like i'd love to see uh the video of an animating i'd love to see that after it was painted um you know do they have breathing mechanics on it as well like a lot of times they'll put like uh for lack of better words like almost like a balloon that kind of um inflates oh, inflate, yeah deflates, just to yeah. give you a slight breathing animation uh which can always look really cool um in in the picture as well that he uploaded uh, the eyeball looks great yeah the uh, that's the other thing is it doesn't have the jurassic world cartoony eyes um, where in the earlier world films, the, the eyes are a little bit more anthropomorphized. Like, obviously, we never had a Nosotoceratops, but if we talk about the uh, Apatosaurus, where the eyes were blue, and <laughs> yeah. you saw the uh, the whites around it, it just didn't... It's sort of Lamb Before Time style. <laughs> uh, or, like, Flintstones, a lot of people <laughs> said, um, which I don't think was entirely fair, but the eyes definitely didn't work for the dying Apatosaurus. It was kind of cartoony. Um, anthropomorphized, maybe, is the word I'm looking mm. for. 
but um so i guess speaking of uh the sort of dinosaurs designs in the movies there's a debate kind of uh happening right now about the original t-rex the animatronic and the and the cgi dinosaur and then the jurassic world variation yeah or version so do you want to kind of elaborate on this a little bit and i mean and uh give your take i mean this isn't this isn't a new debate um this isn't a new discussion point it's been a discussion point since jurassic world came out that people said hey the t-rex looks really different and it's obvious. I mean, obviously, she's older, so the design is going to the design is going to change just with that. She's mind. going to have changed. We know. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> how, however, I mean, there's two things. Let's let's just look at it from an audience initial reaction viewpoint. Is people are failing to recognize her, or people that then understand that it's supposed to be that dinosaur are saying, "Hey, it just doesn't look right." So there's sort of a. Um, uncanny valley effect i suppose is where yeah we always said this in when jurassic world came out the, if you saw it i mean for my experience at least i saw it maybe 10 people that weren't jurassic fans especially not in the the way that i am uh, and when that bit came up it's like it was the original t-rex none of them had clocked that or knew it because there weren't very many indications in the movie anyway but it, I, I don't it think the look of it helps. doesn't look like... And the problem is, is the Jurassic Park T-Rex is one of the most icon- iconic um, film designs of all time for creatures. Um, yeah. Arguably, maybe the most iconic uh, film design. So people are really informed on how that animal looks from <clears throat> the Jurassic Park trilogy. Now, obviously, there's some differences between the CG model and the animatronic and the male and the female. But nonetheless, people have a really distinct idea of what the Jurassic Park Tyrannosaurus Rex looks like. And the problem is the Jurassic World T-Rex has so many smaller changes, and some of the changes are a little bit larger. And because the Jurassic Park T-Rex is so iconic and has been ripped off so many times, the Jurassic World T-Rex just starts to look like a knockoff by effect because it's so different. Um, yeah. And when then when you say it's supposed to be that original animal, it just doesn't it doesn't really compute because it just is so drastically different. Um, yeah, and without really looking at the details, you can't see why. No, exactly. It's more of a, it's just a broad, it doesn't look right. Exactly. Um, it just see, it looks different. It looks very different than all the other Jurassic Park Tyrannosaurs. And ultimately, what I've said is, it looks younger. If you told me it was like an adolescent, like sub-adult T-Rex, I would go, oh, that's why it looks so different in like the ridge formation on its skull and why it's skinnier than all the other T-Rexes we've seen. Because that's the one thing. It's its skull is less defined. It's uh you know its muscle form is less defined, and it just looks smaller, and it just looks younger by effect. But then with aging, right? So as you age, muscles get smaller. Not for reptiles. Of... Not for reptiles. Um, not for. Oh, okay, fair point. Not for not for <laughs> archosaurs, and even the gotcha. Fossil, and, yeah, it got me. <laughs> and even the fossil record. What's interesting is even the fossil record. We can see that dinosaurs continue to grow in bulk until they die. Um, they you know they eventually hit sort of I don't uh, like let's call it a soft ceiling. Um, where their growth rate is significantly slowed down. However, like crocodiles, there's a lot of evidence to suggest they continue growing until death and continue to... that You don't see a bone mass reduction. You don't see a muscle mass reduction. You, you see um, things like their scoots become more calloused and keratinized, um, so they get like kind of like thicker less less soft skin for lack of better words um you would see a distinct um 
degradation of pigmentation in the skin, which means you won't have as much saturation and um, distinct patterning. Everything becomes a little bit like darker, um, and you won't have like a lot of spots and splotches. Rather, it'll kind of just be like darker and more um, more uniform in color. Um, you can see that in crocodiles. Uh, right. So she, in a way, the Jurassic World T-Rex after twenty so years, she should have been. As the same size, if not bigger. More or less. Like, she should have had way the, the same definition in her head. The skull shape wouldn't have changed. No, yeah, the skull shape has um, changed too much. Like, that wouldn't be aging no matter how, which way you shake it. Things like the teeth. Yeah, yeah sure, it, sure. It just, it's an inconsistency in the design. Um, but she, would you saying that her skin color would be darker overall? Probably darker. More... Probably darker. Oh, at man. least with the top. How creepy they could have made it, though, if she was like this relic. This, like, oh. Yeah. Because obviously they, she's got scratches on that are supposed, you know, supposed to be from the raptors, right? And various other things. But, yeah, aside from that, she's, she lo- she's looking good color-wise. So, like, the things that you might see more, you might see more um, depression and then kind of sagginess of the skin uh, for the, underneath the throat. Like, that might be kind of fatter and saggier, for lack of better words, um, that you would probably... Man, they could have made her look so, like, done. Yeah, and... <laughs> Great, like, tired, here's mom, she's like, she's not in. Yeah. She's she's, she's too old for this shit. And, you you know, old? Done things yeah, like su- sunk in the eyes a little bit more. Um, so the thing is, is the Jurassic uh, Park T-Rex, it has very, very distinct, um, like, orbital sockets. Uh, both in the sculpt and in then the paint because it's dark. The paint was dark in there, and I think if they would have further emphasized that, that would have helped with the aging. And then uh, rather than making it sort of all yellowish, like uh, saturated yellowish, it's lost all of the um, like there are a lot of pale whites and darker yellows and whatnot. So instead of it being like all a light yellow, which she ultimately kind of ended up, it should have been like darker. And then a lot of those uh, it should have been more grays, like depigmentation, de- um, mm. rather than kind of. She looks like a, um, if you ever go to like an old smoker's bar or whatnot, and they have a fish hanging up over or something, and it's like all, it's all like yellowed at that point, like all like one uniform color of yellow where you can kind of get an idea of a pattern. That's like what she looks like, especially the animatronic in Fallen Kingdom. It just looks like it was like, like an old taxidermy T-Rex. Like in that sense, it looks old, but not because it looks old. It looks like a young T-Rex that died and then just kind of got like degraded. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, the the side by side shot, you know, in Jurassic World, where she comes onto the helipad at the end. Mm-hmm. It just it just looks small. The head. Oh yeah, I mean, well, I mean, in parts of things, it's just the design's different, and yeah, I I mean, there's always going to to be... me. She has an oversized head. She just looks like you know that mm-hmm. traditional shot where it's roaring at you. The head's huge. Like it's so much bigger than. Almost it should be, but that's the Jurassic T-Rex. Well, so yeah, the Jurassic Park T-Rex. I think one. Of, so some of the things that seem to be missing in the Jurassic World T-Rex is the Jurassic Park T-Rex. Its skull starts. Its snout starts out narrow, narrower, and then it really widens out um, to the base of the skull by like the orbital sockets and whatnot. And the Jurassic World T-Rex seems to stay more like a uniform or a less tapered um, design. The, the brow ridges, the suborbital ridges, the um, all the scoots and whatnot, they're less pronounced. All of her details are rounded off. Uh, she's lost all of the muscular, like the angular designs of the face. So it's more uniform in shape, which is strange because it, that's not anything that would happen with age. It's just a design difference. And um, also the lower jaw itself is significantly less bulky. And then the masseter muscle, uh, which is the muscle that connects the, the skull and the jaw, 
um, for chewing and jaw articulation. It, it now con connects at the wrong spot, where in Jurassic Park it connected at the right spot, which then also just makes her mouth look a little weird. Um, <laughs> there's, there's just... So quite a few things you could say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, Ethan on Twitter did a really good job of uh, just basically summing it up in a few short words. Um, I... Yeah, there's a good. it's a good side-by-side -side to show the differences in the skull structure. Mm -hmm. And then also, as you pointed out, the sort of deeper... Um, would you call it like the individual muscle like around the eye mm -hmm. and all yeah. the different details? It, it sort of looks like a little bubbling. You know, it's all the different individual bits. It's kind of all been smoothed out. Smoothed like out. And then also on top of that, something that isn't even talking Even her neck, man. The neck muscles and like the ripples in the neck are all just more pulled back like she's a hell of a lot younger. Yeah. And it's, it's strange, isn't it? And it will... So part of the thing is, and real quick before we even go there, is another thing that we're not even talking about is the scales on her skin are completely different than um, the scales that they were in Jurassic Park. Um, it's like they took a rough idea of her dimensions, and then after they sculpted out, they really didn't reference the animatronic at all, which is strange because the animatronic is our best idea of what the fine details on the Jurassic Park T-Rex look like. And it's also the animatronic Jurassic Park T-Rex is what informs our idea of what its head shape is because anytime there's a close-up of the T-Rexes in the series, it's always been an animatronic head. And then when it's the CG model, things are a little bit more action-y and in motion, and you don't really get a long, slow look at the head. So despite there being differences between the models, and there are, our core idea of what the animatronic looks... I mean, the core idea of what the Jurassic Park T-Rex looks like is informed by the Stan Winston Studios animatronic. Um, so it's strange that the details weren't preserved, and in other in places like the scales are just... It's a different type of scale. Um, they're no longer, like, round and beady. They're, like, flat and like sort of wider uh, it's just like a lot of weird things like that that I don't know why it changed in the first place but if it were a different mm. T-Rex it wouldn't be as much of an issue but it's not a different T-Rex there's just a it's an iconic yeah, yeah. it's an iconic T-Rex if it was that Masrani had bred their own you could e easily play that off mm -hmm. yeah but it what it does end up looking like is it looks like the uh, the T-Rex is sort of wimpy younger sibling that just wants to steal the spotlight i don't know like it's just it's, it's it's awkward it's like it's like it's like scar mufasa and scar <laughs> if they if there was no announcement or no actual note of it in the movie then you could i guess you could play it off it's just a new t-rex yeah but, and it would still look off in my opinion like i i just the design just looks off to me and that's because there has been there's obviously there's been inconsistencies as people will tell you but for the most part the design has been fairly consistent with its inconsistencies for the Jurassic Park T-Rex and <laughs> this design doesn't match any of those designs at all so it just it looks off it just ultimately does look off it's a higher fidelity model um you know so it's far more detailed than the CG and whatnot they put a lot of love into it but not necessarily into the consistency and of the design um, which is strange because it's not just another dinosaur. It's a, they're presenting it as a character. So if there's ever been an argument for, uh, I guess, canonical ad, ad, adhering to the canonical accuracy, it would have probably been this one. And we could talk a little bit about why. Um, they tried to blend, as they said, the CG model and the animatronic and just sort of met it in the middle. But... That's not entirely the case. What they really did is they scanned one of the maquettes 
and the Jurassic World T-Rex, its jaw shape, like it, it, it's the Jurassic World T-Rex lacks its lower jaw significantly compared to the animatronic and the um, and the uh, CG model, and that actually is directly to the model that IOM had in their offices. It was a miniature. I, I don't know if it was like one fifth sized or a bit smaller, but they scanned it. They three D scanned it. And the thing is, is the different models at different scales of the Jurassic Park T-Rex that they did for Jurassic Park, the designs changed per model because as they evolved it and made it larger and larger and eventually sculpted the real thing, the design continuously got tweaked. Um, so, yeah, they, it's essentially very close to that, and that is informing most of the issues with the design. That is okay. the reason why it has a lot of these issues. It was a skinnier T-Rex um, with a less distinct jaw shape and uh, more, more rounded features and less distinct um, skull. Uh, like, less distinct bosses, less distinct curvature. Um, it just, it was all sort of Yeah, and, out. It's, and it's a shame based on what you say about reptilians and uh, rep, reptilians. Reptilians. Like <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> you know, reptiles and things like that. Um, and how they age, and especially the color and the pigmentation in the skin. It's a shame uh, that we almost didn't see a, like a dirtier, darker, I, old rex. Well, I think it, it just been creepy. I think should have been creepy. She's creepy, man. Yeah, how well, dare she's, you. she's one of the most. Uh, she has such screen presence in Jurassic Park that I just don't think is. And I'm just talking about her physicality, like her actual shape, and it's just not like she kind of looks derpy in Jurassic World. In all the shots, she sort of looks like a little goofy. Um, the teeth are Lumber, different. Lumbering around. Teeth are different. The skull is far less robust. The skull is less distinct. And um, it just doesn't... It just... Everything about... It doesn't work for it, you. It, it just, yeah, and the head, sort of like the way the spine goes, like it just doesn't make sense. Like a lot of it just sort of... Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of <laughs> small inconsistencies that give her like a little bit more of an anthropomorphic um, cartoony look. Well, how know, of... But for the general public, like, it's I that's mean, a T-Rex. That's a Jurassic Park T-Rex. For the general public, I, if you're a hardcore like fan like us, it's not the same. But well, if you ask a random person, they're going to say that's a that's T-Rex from Jurassic Park, you know? I don't know. Most people, like a lot of people I know that really don't care about these things, like to the way that we do, they all have said the same thing. The T-Rex looks kind of weird in Jurassic World. Everyone, really? ev okay. A lot oh. of people are like, yeah, it just didn't look other. Like, people are like, it's supposed to be the same T-Rex. It doesn't look like it to me. It looks interesting. I've had a lot of people say, "Hey, the there's an idea that just because the general the general fans don't talk about these things like we do, that they don't notice or don't care." And that's like not exactly true. There's a reason why everyone found that design to be so iconic in the first place. They might not be the best people to inform design decisions and changes, but it's not that it's not lost lost on them. Um, it's just that it's not their forte you know what i mean like they yeah i don't know it's the idea that people don't see or don't notice or don't care i don't think it's exactly fair and there are plenty of people that don't care and that's fair or there sure, are people yeah. that say yeah i see it it's different i just don't care and mm. then there will be some people yeah it's the same as any other franchise that you're not that much of a fan of you know if you told me in the transformers movie one of them looks different in the second movie and it's just a weird design choice I do, it doesn't bother me either way because yep. I'm not invested the same way I am in the Jurassic franchise I think it's just the same isn't it like you said for fans who are really into this kind of thing it's just too well, standout to, to not want to say and there's a reason doesn't look right I mean these the bleh, bleh. <laughs> nice <laughs> the distinct um, passion that went into making the Jurassic Park dinosaurs believable 
uh, designing them as believable animals. And so much work went into these by Stan Winston Studios and everyone at the studios and Stan Winston himself and Crash McCreary and the entire team of artists put so much love into these designs that has informed a whole new generation of artists and uh, film fans. I think that it's not surprising that people are really passionate about this distinct aspect of the films. Mm -hmm. And again, we're not talking about the Jurassic World raptors being different than the Jurassic Park raptors, because fair enough, they're different raptors. Do I, do I think they sometimes look a little clunky and weird? Yeah. Do I think they made their arms too small? They forgot the pubic bone and made them kind of look fat because of that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I have issues with the design. I don't think that they really have the presence that any of the first three films have. Um, but I think they also fixed that just by animating uh, the raptors a little different, uh, blue a little differently in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. She holds her arms in ways that look more natural instead of like, in Jurassic World, they tend to tuck their arms up into their body in a really weird way and curl their fist into little balls. And it's really weird because they've never done that in Jurassic Park. They would always sort of either have them like in bunny hand forms in front of them or they would actually be more outstretched and turned to the side and kind of clawing outward. And that only happens a few times in Jurassic World. For the most part, they sort of tuck, like they don't know what to do with the arms. So they shrunk them and like curled them up and tucked them into the body in a very weird way. Um, but I'm going off point. What I'm getting at is, uh, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, yeah, the design's different for the Jurassic World Raptors. But then again, they're different Raptors. Why not? They're not. We're not shown a Raptor and said this one's the big one. This one's the one that you saw, <laughs> you know, kill that you saw kill Muldoon or whatnot. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's yeah, and because they're all you know created in a lab anyway, we can just assume there would be changes. They can make as many changes as they like yeah. to these creatures. I mean, absolutely. Like you said, it's a different dinosaur to any we've seen before. So absolutely, but at the same time, I still think there's. Yeah, you can canonically explain basically any of the inconsistencies away. But, I mean, we shouldn't have to canonically explain any of the inconsistencies when the movies themselves don't actually care to focus on those canonical elements. There is no canon for Jurassic Park. Yeah, like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, the inconsistencies of the dinosaur designs... (laughs) Oh, look at him, look at him, look at him go. (laughs) No, the inconsistencies of the dinosaur designs film to film has never been a plot point. That's true. So they've always changed it anyway. There's no explanation required. They just changed it because they wanted to change it. Uh, I mean, that's true. Like Jurassic Park three had different raptors, but for the most part, they've been consistent. I mean, nah. the Lost World introduced sexual dimorphism, but the raptors are the same. You have female and male raptors in the Lost World. You have the classic Jurassic Park raptors in the Lost World. Next really? to yeah, there's more. There's more. <laughs> there's literally more fe- female raptors. Um, well, no, there might be about the same amount. But yeah, no, there's female and males in the Lost World. There's tiger striped. Is there a you guys I think one of you guys told me, was there a green Velociraptor in the Lost World? Is that a thing? They're green? There's one that has like these weird colored stripes and it's hard to tell if it's like on camera or what. Um I ah, okay. We'll, we'll have to wait till the Jurassic Vault four K um screenshots to really take a look oh, at that. Oh man. But um yeah, no. So speaking of the t- of the T Rex design, though, how have Mattel handled this? Obviously, Mattel. it's a toy line, so it's different. But how have they um, dealt with the T Rex? They basically took the Jurassic World IOM three model and then refined the sculpt, and I feel like they made it look a little bit more like Jurassic Park by defining the um, the upper part of the skull. So like they really defined the bony ridges around the face and eyes, 
but they didn't necessarily fix the lower jaw. So it's a pretty it's pretty much Jurassic World accurate, but they further exaggerated some of the skull features so it feels a little more Jurassic Park. Okay, yeah. Um so I mean I feel like Mattel did a decent job, but Mattel has done a decent job for most of their movie designs. It's when they're tasked with creating their own designs outside of the films that they have just been falling apart spectacularly. Um, more so, uh, more and more as time has gone on. The What's your biggest issue with the uh, Mattel non-movie dinosaurs? They are cartoony as all hell. They don't, they don't look mm. like they belong to Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Um, okay. There's no... Like, a lot of the animals seem to lack anatomical consistency. They have tails that are shorter than their body and heads that are as long as their torso. So they just look like these weird little, like, land-before-time cartoon dinosaurs. Uh, they're a lot more anthropomorphized. You can tell that they stuck closer to the concept art, so things like the eyes are more exaggerated. They're more expressionate. Um, the detail is just sort of random. Uh, they're relying a lot on, like, spiky, um, <clears throat> sure. like, spikes and scoots and scales, which Jurassic Park, most of the dinosaurs have been more leathery. Um, you know what I mean? Like, they're not, like, some yeah. dinosaur art that are covered in spikes and mean-looking faces. That's never really been Jurassic Park's thing. Um, the world definitely has more spiky dinosaurs, especially Fallen Kingdom, where, like, the Allosaurus and Baryonyx look like they share the same skin base texture. It's weird. Um, and uh, But anyhow, nonetheless, I just feel like the Mattel toys have gotten a little cheaper looking, feeling. Um, you can't even, like, you can, can't handle them without setting off the electronic features just because their play features are so clunky and um, so gimmicky now that, like, you shake it and it will just start roaring. Uh, and they, they, a lot, a so lot about, of them just don't look great. What about the uh, Amber collection? Is hate that, it! That's out now, right? You Whoa, hate it. Really? Um, okay, I actually, I actually don't mind Blue and Owen. Um, I just got those recently, and blue is painted pretty well. Do I think blue is painted $30 well? Mm, that's maybe a question for a different day. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Uh, but the thing is... Owen doesn't look great from the picture I'm seeing here, but but that's... I think he doesn't it, it look, looks great for a toy, right? He doesn't looks... look $25 great, but I would say if you could drop that price down to $20, it is pretty good. Like, they did a lot of really nice weathering and detailing on his clothes. Um... The, 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 the packaging is really nice as well, simplistic. I really like the... Uh, yeah, the packaging is really cool. Um, but so the reason why I don't like it is both Malcolm... Malcolm doesn't look great, um, his sculpt nor his paint. Um, and then the Jurassic Park Raptor, well, it's the same sculpt they use for blue. They sculpted blue, and then they released it first as a Jurassic Park Raptor. So it's mm -hmm. this $30 mm -hmm. adult collector toy with that everyone's been waiting for for however long, and it's not even close to the right sculpt. The detail in sculpting on it's pretty bad. It has like these really weird short fingers, these giant feet, and the paint job's not, it just doesn't look right at all. And it's definitely not $30 right. The Jurassic Park Raptor feels like a $15 toy. Um, and it's double that price. And on top of that, it's just sort of not good to Jurassic Park at all. It's not accurate, it's not. Not even the color? No, not even the color. There should be patterning. Uh, there's, yeah, it just, it, the whole thing feels very cheap. Like when you, at least with blue, there is a lot of color variation and color patterning in her paint job. And it's actually kind of impressive. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. But the Jurassic Park Raptor, no. No, it's, um, 
It lacks the pubic bone. It's just, I mean, the entire sculpt is wrong. Um, but it's distinctly, it stands out with the lack of the pubic bone and then the entire skull shape. Um, the Jurassic World Raptors and Jurassic Park Raptors have, I mean, obviously they have different skin texture, but their skull shape's entirely different. Yeah, their head's different. Yeah, Yeah, their head's different. And do you want to know why their head's different? Because again, uh, IOM scanned the maquette they had on, the like full-body maquette they had on hand at their offices. And guess what? The Jurassic World Raptors are a 1-1 match for that maquette. So, yeah, again, they're not a match for the CG models of the Jurassic Park Raptors, nor are they a match for the uh, Stan Winston models, but they are a match for the weird maquette that they had on their offices. And it's but like, technically, it is OG Jurassic Park. It's just no, no, Jurassic well, Park. no, because they changed the skin texture and everything from there. They gave them no, more. No. They gave them more teeth, um, and they fattened them up a bit. But otherwise, eating well, man. They're eating but well. Uh, otherwise, no, the arms got shrunk a bit. Strangely, um, I, I that I don't understand. But I uh, no. Yeah, that raptor doesn't look. The paint job's okay. The Jurassic Park Raptor, I mean. No, I, in person, it's just it's bland. It's muddy. It has like no. Deep... I see what Chris is saying. It's, it's not that. It just. It definitely it doesn't just, have like yeah, a thirty-dollar kind of paint cheap. job. Um, and... No, and it doesn't look like a Jurassic Park Raptor. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just a repaint. Like, hold on, I can send you. Charlie oh. looks great, though. Charlie looks very nice. Charlie does look nice. Which, by the way, yeah. if, if you want it, you should buy it because, you know, this whole COVID nineteen thing um, might knock it I out of production. I don't even know where to. Where to like does Amazon or something go on Amazon buy? Uh, I've, I've I, never seen these in stores. I got it for they're not in stores. They're online only. Um, all oh, the gotcha. Amber collection is online only. Um, she'll buy the Charlie then. But yeah, if you want Charlie, then I'm just gonna send you guys. Who else have they done the line? So we've got Malcolm so far. We got Malcolm. We've got Owen. We've got the quote unquote Jurassic Park Raptor, which again, it just looks really bad. like for a thirty dollar item, it really does look bad. Not just in terms of accuracy, it's just not great. Like when you look at other adult collector lines out there in terms of sculpt detail. Um, well, you you always pointed us when you when we first started talking about this line, you always pointed us to the Star Wars Black Series. Black series, yeah, yeah, dude, and, and that's that pales and oh, yeah, it pales so in comparison to that. Black looks bad these days too, though. You know? it, I don't like the way those look either. The, their paint jobs oh, aren't as good as they up. used to be, but like the sculpting for their creatures is still better than what we have here. Um, sure. And so yeah, just the raptor itself. It just it's and also for whatever reason they came with stands um, and clips for the bottom of the stands. But the thing is, is, the clip doesn't actually clip into the bottom of the raptor, so the stand barely works. Um, but because they, but nonetheless, they came with stands, but they gave them giant feet anyways. So <laughs> it like it makes no sense. It's like it should have been one or the other. But in, I thought, yeah, I thought the idea was supposed to be a little bit more realistic. They were supposed probably. to be adult collectors, which any other adult collector line for raptors, like David Silva's Beast of the Mesozoic line, um, the stands, like you can get them to stand on their own, but like only in certain poses. Otherwise, you've got to use the stands that it came with, but you can make them in jumping poses. The articulation on those are beautiful. The paint job. I spent $30 for my, um, my Beast of the Mesozoic Pyro Raptor, and uh, the amount of sculpting detail articulation um paint detail it just it literally eclipses the uh, jurassic park amber collection velociraptor and you got to figure the jurassic park amber collection velociraptor is basically mass produced um in comparison to like david silva's smaller collector line so it's insane that he was able to get that much detail that much paint that much articulation like it just i don't know you could tell that a whoever worked on the amber collection 
I don't think they've ever worked on like an adult collector's line. They didn't really have a full grasp on articulation, uh, on sculpt detail, anatomy, accuracy, any of that. So it just, I don't know. It just looks like a blown up $10 toy in a lot of ways with like a little extra money put into it. It's paint. So for people that are looking to get hold of these though, obviously it's online only. In the UK, where where can people be expected to look? It was I guess supposed, eBay is be your best yeah, it was supposed to hit Amazon this year, but again, I'm not exactly sure how things are going to play out now. You know, it's not very available, is it? No, well, on eBay or Amazon, well, there's not much. It came out as a GameStop exclusive um, last year in the US, and then as soon as it hit this year, it started hitting web retailers. And right now, Mattel is saying. This is a web retailer um, exclusive item. So any small store, collector store, whatnot can order these. Um, but they're not selling... But that's going for any of the items. It's not just going for... Rat. So all of them are going to be able to... Am- Amber Collection, yeah. Uh, and the reason why is they said the reason why is they did not want to allow Target and Walmart and whatnot to order these and basically clog up their shelf space with these and then have them not order the other items, which is a oh, really yeah. which is a really good idea in their mind. Yeah. So they made the right play there. Um in the future, after this line proves itself, which I'm not sure if it will, um, it, it things might. I think it's gonna so far, man. This I mean, doesn't look good. I mean, <laughs> this thing is, it's for the collectors, but it's not for the collectors. So, what's the point? Um, yeah, I don't want to buy this. I, genuinely, as well. If this was, I, I don't have a Jurassic collection anymore in, in terms of toys and merchandise. I got rid of it all. But if you know, an actual figure of Malcolm came out that was thirty dollars. It was a collection. If it was a Black Series like Hasbro would have done or like or like what NECA does I want that kind of thing I've always wanted that kind of thing you know yeah no I I agree Um, this isn't it I'm looking at the Malcolm figure now (laughs) Malcolm doesn't look good I'm telling you though Owen in person looks looks like distinctly better than Malcolm Um, but yeah it's just it's not up the quality is not up there with the price point and the um, the quality isn't up there with the legacy either if that makes sense, like the what what they're trying to make, like the human figure. I think Owen's there, pretty much there. Drop five dollars off of it, and there you go. I think it's yeah. Owen's okay when you see him yeah. pose mm-hmm. as well, especially. But he also doesn't uh, come Ma- with anything. Uh, like well, he comes no, with a hand. Yeah, but he doesn't come with like <laughs> like a gun. Anything. Dude, comes with imagination. Anything. Like so, it's it's really weird. Yeah, yeah. You just have to imagine. <laughs> like, why send him? Why give him different hands if you're not going to give him a gun? That is weird. Like, They've given him... Why the different hands? I guess the pose for the raptors. And yeah. Stuff. What's, have they given him a blade? Is it a blade? They might have gave him a knife. I don't know. I'm trying to like look at it in the distance. There might be a knife in there. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's not great. Not for me. Drop these off at the Universal Studios. I'll pick it up on the way out after the Jurassic but, World ride. But Charlie's... Yeah. Charlie yeah, yeah. That's is, a good, see, that's good. I think that's... that. I would buy, I'd probably buy one if it was yep. there after I got off the 100%. hype of ride. Of course, the ride. There, there it would be like... If, $50. Yeah, I know. If there's this <laughs> much money here, given these feel like they already have the Universal Studios tax on them. Like I said, just if they were cheaper, when you consider that super articulated Indoraptor that came out with the Fallen Kingdom line, that was, oh, that was great. Yeah, and that was $14.99. That feels higher quality than the Amber Collection toys. So I feel like the Amber Collection Raptors should be $14.99 to $20, and boom, you have it. I think if you made Owen $15 and the Raptors $20 for this level of quality, I think they're there. Um, but with the Raptors at thirty dollars, and they're still not just—they're not getting them right. Like speaking of, assuming this is how it will be sold, and it's not just a web listing error, they um, 
Mattel, the upcoming toys, they're calling this Raptor Echo. Hold on. They're once again getting the... Uh... Well, you know what's funny is their um, other release of Echo was right. Echo was one of the ones they got right. Now, they've gotten the Raptor Squad wrong many times. Mm -hmm. um, because their Delta that they released was not any member of the Raptor Squad. Their, their, <laughs> Charlie, their Charlie they released for the attack packs was Delta. Their Echo was Echo. Their Blue was Blue. And then they released a Charlie Savage Strike, which is actually Charlie. And now their Delta Savage Strike... That's or, Echo? No, no, it's not Echo. Their Echo... Holy hell. Their Echo Savage Strike is not even a Raptor from the <laughs> Raptor Squad. But here's the thing, is it actually hasn't hit stores, so maybe Smith's Toys got the listing wrong. But I'm not really willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because they've continuously got the Raptors wrong. You know what, dude? Look at the size it, of though. its feet as well. They got the brown. Oh my goodness. It's brown, at least. It's not yellow. No, no. Ra Echo should be yellow. What? I she's brown. No, she's yellow. I just posted on... I checked. I just posted on Outpost the other day. Um, picture of Yeah, her. she's got kind of a cool design when it's actually shown properly. Yeah, she's... Uh, here, hold on. I, I will show you. Th but speaking about the Amber Collection, uh, so the next ones that are rumored to be out, right? There was a Nedry uh, and Dialogue. Not even a rumor. It's been announced they yeah nedry and dilophosaurus we haven't seen them no see i really want to see that if, if they get it right if they get the dilophosaurus right i will definitely want it but i'm just not looking forward to a dilophosaurus Dude, if they get nedry right i'm getting nedry <laughs> that's the figure i want if they make him fat like he was in the movie oh yeah they, on, they would definitely oh my god it'd be funny if he costs more money because he Dude, took more be plastic he's gonna be shredded like the original series yeah, that's what I mean, though. Imagine if it was like the Kenner. It was just Rip like... It... <laughs> yeah. That's what I want, dude. That's my, that's my nightmare. But uh, Ek... A rip Nedry. <laughs> see, see, see the picture of Echo? How Echo's like I a... I did. That's brown, dude. That's a brown, that's a brown that's a, dinosaur. That's a yellowish... I mean, it's a yellowish brown. It's definitely not brown there brown. There we go. We'll, we'll meet halfway. We'll meet halfway. It's I mean, a light brown. She's like matching the wood chips behind her. She looks like my color of skin, dude. I'm like chalk... Like, you know, like milk You, you are... It's a brown. You are far more... She is like, she's not a brown dino. Dude. She is yellow. She's yellow. I can show you a picture of her in the sun, even. On the sun, she's more brown. No, she's yellow. Chris, I think you forget how my skin looks, dude. I I'm looking at a picture of you right now. <laughs> fair, fair play. You, you do fair not play. look like Echo. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever oh, seen I... a person that looks like Echo. <laughs> um, uh, deviant art, I'm sure. Uh, Shots fired. Um, <laughs> but so let's talk. Let's talk about Camp Cretaceous, man. I think it's time. To okay, talk about Camp and that's actually a good segue because that raptor. The reason why I'm giving them a little bit of benefit yeah. of the doubt is maybe that's a Camp Cretaceous raptor, and maybe it just got mislabeled as Echo, but it's actually just an all-new raptor design. Um, and I got to see some of the Camp Cretaceous toys while uh, at New York He's Toy cool. Fair this year. How are they packaged? First off, well, they haven't officially <laughs> revealed the packaging. Oh, but <laughs> at but at New York Toy Fair, I got to see packaging, and then uh, pictures have leaked from other packaging. I did not see at New York Toy Fair, but pictures have leaked online. I'm assuming you've seen them. I've seen. Them. I think I saw the ones that leaked, but I mean, I, I thought if you saw them at Toy Fair, I just mean like how how's it going to fit in, and is it are they actually using that Camp Cretaceous logo that we see? Uh, okay, so on the gate when I saw it at Toy Fair. 
um, they yeah. mentioned that it was not final. That's why they weren't showing it. Um, mm-hmm. l- let me see if I can find a picture real quick so we can... We can dissect. But the animated series um, is supposed to come out sometime this year, right? Uh, it's supp- It was supposed to come out, was it June or August? I don't remember. I think June. There's no way now. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm skeptical as well because it's it's not like... It's not like they finish these things well in advance and just release them on a release date. Like like movies, um, things are typically worked on till the very last minute. And obviously, in the in the climate we're in now, that uh, things may have slowed down, things may have been postponed. Yeah, I mean, well, DreamWorks DreamWorks has gone to work from home, so I I don't necessarily think that they're just like going to be able to record everything like in that format so i I don't know yeah it just i don't know how far along development was but unless they come out and give us a release date and say oh yeah it's coming in uh june i wouldn't count on it i'd be shocked if it's not delayed truthfully i'd be shocked if it's not delayed at this point i think yeah it's gonna have to be and what what do you think i guess it's hard to say because in this climate we don't know what or when anything is gonna open up Mm -hmm. but Uh, hold on i'm sending you (laughs) pictures It'd be a nice thing for, to happen uh, for the winter. Uh, see, I, mean, I would love to have it this summer. But yeah, no, it'd be great for fall. Uh, I think yeah. I could see them making a fall release date for Camp Cretaceous, and that would be uh, decent because everything's going to be delayed. The toys are going to be delayed. Like The thing is that people don't realize is this is probably going to cancel toys or push them into next year um, because there's just this big gap of time that things are no longer being produced, things are no longer being shipped. So even once the factories open back up and they can start producing items, places like Walmart and Target and everywhere else, they're just going to have warehouses filled with toys that nobody was buying and nobody was shipping, and they're going to be old toys. So it's going to change the the distribution of these items uh, pretty significantly. So there's going to be a lot of re-strategizing of how to release things, and I I don't know what that looks like. Nobody does. uh, The world is shifting, my friends. Uh, so anyways, that's the Camp Cretaceous packaging. As you can see, it's not final. You can see that the kid characters are like silhouetted out on the bottom right of the packaging. The final pack. Yeah, and where can oh, people find these pictures if they want to have a look? The, uh, these are the inner, no doubt a lot of people have already seen these, right? Yeah, we're not hosting them on Outpost, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I googled. And yeah, uh, yeah, Google, I, I've definitely seen the, these the before. Final... I remember commenting how the logo was a shame the logo just doesn't look right but also the final packaging next to the carnotaurus the three kids will be yeah yeah actually not be silhouettes like it'll show you three kids um overall so so what where are these toys actually from then these are prototypes yeah those those are prototypes i don't exactly do the t-rex you know what things like that t-rex looks good looks detailed yeah oh this one's hyper detailed like the sculpt itself i took pictures at toy fair and um it's yeah it looks good man I'm, i like it the only problem is it's more cartoony than the um last t-rex oh, you'd yeah have to for, that for, for, for what the show is yeah that's true probably gonna work i just thing is i could totally see them taking that sculpt and using it for like future toy lines but like here i'll send you a picture of how detailed its head head is why is the carnotaurus named toro because i'm assuming just the kids name it um, because it's like a primary antagonistic character in the cartoon. It's, uh, and so it has a nickname. This one, you, rec- you can recognize Toro the Carnotaurus because its face has some scars and scratches on it. Um, 
Uh, by the way, if you go to just Google uh, Campertaceous Toys, you can see some packaging on the images. That's what I think. Uh, yeah. But uh, nice so I don't, Uncle Sandy's back. I don't think the logo like on the packaging looks good. They need to like rework the logo. Like I like the idea that it's like on a wood texture. I think that's yeah, but it's not the same. If you look at the the very first image they released, you know the Jurassic World gate with the Camp Cretaceous on there, they should have just slapped that logo on the toy. I mean, on the, on the packaging, the Camp Cretaceous sort of uh, shape with the red, yeah, I th- and yellow T Rex, like something something along those lines with those colors, less brown, more orange and yellow. Well, uh, it, it looks nice on the packaging. It looks just. It, well, like on the packaging, for one brown. thing, making putting Camp Cretaceous as not part of the logo as just font underneath the logo just looks clunky. Make it part of the logo yeah. like they used to. Um, the font is off, boy. But it just... It, <laughs> well, who's to say Camp Cretaceous doesn't have its own font, though? Um, oh, damn. Dun, dun, dun. But uh, on the packaging, so, so we, on the packaging, it just doesn't look right. You know what I mean? Like, that logo part of the packaging looks off. Otherwise, though, it's cool. But anyhow, so we were able to figure out some stuff about Camp Cretaceous from Toy Fair. Um, we know that it starts out during the Jurassic World events before the Jurassic World events, so we get to see the Indominus Rex again. Um, There will be a baby Ankylosaurus (laughs) character named Bumpy. Um, Nice. Bumpy is this cute cute little baby Ankylosaurus, and uh, I guess it is a primary, like, I don't want to say character, but dinosaur that the characters interact with quite a bit. If I had a t- okay. if I had a hazard to guess, I'm guessing that that uh, Ankylosaurus in Jurassic World that the Indominus Rex takes a uh, snaps its neck. I'm thinking that might be Bumpy's mom. So then maybe once these kids are stranded <laughs> stranded on the island, they have this little orphan Ankylosaur that becomes like kind of part of their survival like area. Like they probably just end up feeding it, and the animal kind of sticks around them because it's orphaned. Due to the Indominus that's Rex, that's so odd. Uh, that's just, that's just a guess. I don't know that for a fact, but honestly, I'm trying <laughs> to figure out why they have a special connection with an Ankylosaurus, and I'm like, well, we do know of an adult Ankylosaurus getting killed by the Indominus, so that would be kind of fitting if there was like a baby left behind because of that, and then these kids just take it in because they're stranded on the island, and you know, who? What else are they gonna do? I mean, like out of all honesty, <laughs> I'd probably feel safer with a baby Ankylosaurus around than nothing. Yeah, right. Um, uh, so animation-wise, the show looked... Uh, they did a teaser, mm-hmm. didn't they, uh, last year? Yeah. Um, showing just a normal Velociraptor, if you could call it normal. I mean, it's just a general raptor, It basically raptor, looks right? like Charlie um, or Delta. Um, yeah, but it's not. It's obviously just... Or is it? Could it be? It could be Charlie. I mean, the show does open before things go wrong, so we probably will see. I, sup- I think that we'll end up, before these kids end up being stranded on the island, I think that we will see... Owen and Claire and Wu and Mizrani mm-hmm. and um like yep. the Raptor Squad before things eventually go awry and then they're stranded on the island. Um, so interesting that, and and animation style in terms of humans. How are you expecting oh, it to kind I of look? I saw them. They're more cartoony. They're, they look closer to the Fast and the Furious cartoon. Um, oh, what do you mean you saw awful. them, Chris? That's awful news. I I I got to see um character art. Um, <laughs> so wait, with Fast and Furious cartoon, yeah, because I remember they were developing that. Is it? Already and you dude. said it's, yeah, yeah, but I, I never saw it. I um, haven't seen it, but um, the character art is close to that. But the dinosaurs are still realistic, for lack of better words. But um, yeah, because it's kind of looking like yeah, it definitely looks like a DreamWorksy kind of thing. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm interested oh, to see where that goes. So so we're able to learn a few things though. So not only was there um. 
obviously Bumpy, the Ankylosaurus, and everything like that. There were also other dinosaurs. So the Ceratosaurus is going to return to Camp Cretaceous. Um, great, great. Which is cool because we haven't seen the Ceratosaurus since Jurassic Park 3. So oh, it's going to be the same sort of texture paint job. It's paint job. It, it seems like <laughs> it. You know, I, mean, I can show you a picture of the toy. She's like, that seems to be Jurassic Park 3 to me. I'll be the judge of that. But it's a cool Fair. design, and nonetheless, the toy. Yeah, I really like the. Kind the of toy seems to be doing roughness. it. Um, seems to be doing it justice, which is fun. Um, Great. So there were a few other things. There are apparently multiple Baryonyx in the show with names. Um, right. With names. One of them Barry by any chance? No. So <laughs> there is Baryonyx. There's a one named Grim. Count it. There's one named Grim. He's like a light brown green like over top and like some red above his eye crest there's one named limbo it's like a darker green with like a brown over top of him and there's one named chaos and chaos seems to be uh like the tr- the fallen kingdom baryonyx colors okay for for as best as i can tell but yeah there's uh three of them which is interesting like they're up to some like, more shady stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I can see, I can understand. They wanted to show dinosaur variation in the show, I suppose. And these kids, assuming they're trying to keep tabs on like what's around them, I think it is easier naming a dinosaur than like being like the Baryonyx with the red above its eye is back, <laughs> as opposed to the green, you know, or like whatnot. So I mean, in that sense, I, I do kind of think that it makes sense to have some named animals showing up in this there's nothing com- wrong with that All in this capacity in this capacity um yeah so this one i'm sending you over is uh grim <clears throat> actually you can just see all their minis with their names right here um, it looks like wow. they're bleeding from the eyes it looks half developed uh, that that <laughs> yeah because that's a very early prototype and we had to take down those photos because they gave it them gave them to us mistakenly yeah, don't understand how the press kit at um, Toy Fair ended up including early 2021 prototypes, but they did, and we had to take them all down, which is really funny. Um, it's the exact same as the other ones that come out. I mean, that's that sculpt is the the same Baryonyx, yeah. but that sculpt is one of the best ones Mattel's done. So I really don't. I'd love some variation, but in the same sense that paint job looks cool so there you can see some of the named animals you can see Carnotaurus Toro in there um, you can see something really interesting a bioluminescent Parasaurolophus what is yeah, going so, on with so this so just for people that um, obviously can't see this because it was taken down what are we looking at here this is from the Mattel catalog uh, the, and it was part of the the um, what's it called uh, the, pre- the press kit the toy fair press kit that uh, we were handed literally on a flash drive and then I was like, I had asked them at Mattel the next day. I'm like, why are all the items that are on your press kit not on display here? And also, why do they all look so early and clunky in the press kit? Like, where are the photos of the toys you have on display? Why does this look so clunky? You know, like I asked, and eventually they're like, well, what's on the press kit you got? And I'm like, here, I'll show you. And then, like, they went off and talked, and, like, two hours later they're like, um, yeah, those are 2021 items. We're uh, emailing Universal, and they're going to uh, 
uh, confirm that you should take it down, probably, because we, we got the images from Universal, not Mattel. But, uh, yeah. Oh, got you. Okay, yeah, classic. Yeah, so well, I'm just looking it was at the images kind of now, funny. so it, it just shows a series of, of, of dinosaurs. Yeah, those, yeah, are, nothing special. Be... those are the minis. Yeah. Those are the minis, but what you can see... Oh. What you can see with them is the th- three Baryonyxes, we get to see their names. Baryonyx Limbo, yeah. Baryonyx Chaos, and Grim. You get a basic idea of their paint job. Um, you can see Bumpy. Yeah, Parasaurolophus bioluminescent. Yeah. Wow. So those one experiments like going on up there, white, right? Yeah. Is, is it right? That, that, is this... Sorry, so this isn't Cabo Cretaceous related. This is uh, the just the Mattel general I'm pretty... Well, this one itself is probably late this year. Um, and it seems to be Camp Cretaceous because it completely, it's got the three, it's got the three Baryonyx in there that are from the show. Okay, yeah. It's okay. got Carnotaurus, Carnotaurus Toro, it's got Bumpy. So I don't see any reason to believe that it, the random bioluminescent parasaur wouldn't be from the show considering everything else that we see is clearly yeah. from the show. So there's some experiments going on up there, man. Yeah. And that's exciting. I think that that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, it expands the Jurassic World lore a little bit as well and what they were doing. and what Because it's in the restricted zone, right? Uh, well, I mean, it might start out. Th- it's on... <laughs> Camp Cretaceous is on the other half of the island. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the other other half. <laughs> uh, no matter what half of the island you're on, Camp Cretaceous is on the other half of the island. The other, always the other side. Um, yeah, I don't know where Camp Cretaceous <laughs> is, but it's not unreasonable to say it's part of the island that we just didn't see in the Jurassic World films. And whatever happens with these kids that they get stranded, I'm sure they end up all over afterwards. But uh, bioluminescent dinosaur, it makes sense. That, that type of genetic modification, that sort of genetic engineering makes sense uh in fact the jurassic world live tour which um is probably extinct um they've canceled every show and let mm-hmm. go all of their staff oh, yeah um, super unfortunate but uh it had uh it had bioluminescent stegosaurs in it um and i thought that that was just such a really really cool idea um and i felt like it was very a natural progression of genetic engineering and makes a lot more sense than like kind of customizing a raptor to work in the military or something like that. I think that this this actually goes goes along with yeah. uh, what you see in nature, and what would make sense in a theme park, and also what um, just kind of goes along with the idea of mystery, awe, majesty, kind of, of the unseen, the, as the well, discovery, you know, never yeah, seen. the discovery yeah, of something yeah. a little bit more beautiful. I think that it goes along with a lot of those concepts. It feels very Crichton-esque. It feels possible in nature, and it feels very apt for a park that is genetically modifying their animals. So I'm excited to yeah. see that. But it, it's it's off as well, right? It feels slightly unnatural and weird. Slightly. And it's kind of creepy in that way. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I bioluminescent animals, you know, in this degree would feel very strange but i like it i yeah. feel like it's a very natural fit i could have yeah. i could see a jurassic park sequel having introduced like a genetic strand of bioluminescent animals like i could see that being something that would have shown up in one of the original sequels it just feels very natural it feels like a very natural fit for um just jurassic park and Crichton. and uh and like i said it's just sort of it's a quieter more beautiful um look at genetic modification and i think that it kind of goes with like those just the awe and majesty of Jurassic Park uh, that, like, that movie sought to influence alongside, like, you know, the scarier bits. So I like it. I don't know. It feels very natural. It feels very cool, geeky science. So. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting either way. Camp Cretaceous is supposed to hit June. 
right. I think it was June or August of this year, but obviously, as we know, it's going to be a little bit later. It will that. probably be later. We're predicting, yeah. There, there, there hasn't been a word said about it, I don't believe. No, well, at Toy Fair, they told us that there would be more news coming very soon after Toy Fair, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but, like, they're like, very soon. Uh, which made me think that like it was like gonna be coming in the next week or so, and it just obviously never happened. So I don't know what's yeah. going on at this point. And then obviously, the, I like I felt things were delayed before everything with COVID nineteen started kicking off. Um, so I feel like it was their plans for announcing stuff got delayed even before that. So now I really all bets are off. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I mean, I hope it comes out sooner re- rather than later. But at the same time. Obviously, it's out of everyone's hands. Uh, they can only do so much, so we'll just have to wait and see. I hope that they do announce. It's coming this year, so I do hope that they announce something soon. And the listing is still on Netflix, isn't it? Oh, yeah. They wouldn't take it down. It's been up there for a while. I mean, that's how we found out about it, is they listed it too soon. We found <laughs> out about Camp Cretaceous because you could search Jurassic World, and under suggestions, it would say Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, and everyone's like, everyone's like what the hell is that? <laughs> I remember people. You know, we were wondering, like, is it Big Rock? Because we didn't know what Battle of Big Rock was called then. So, like, there was like a lot of speculation. Yeah, but then it was the toys, right? It was the toys that spoke. Yes, yeah, so the toys gave away Big Rock. Um, then we, <laughs> um, uh, Mattel, or Universal, more like. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed Big Rock was I'm supposed to come out with uh, Hobbs and Shaw before it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. So, do you know what? It is a real shame actually that we couldn't have seen uh, Battle of Big Rock in a theater. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to see just. The sound design, everything that I, I don't think. Yeah, we never really. Just the look of it, man. Just the look of it. I, I want to see that on a huge screen. It feels very. Cla- it's very interesting. Colin really redefined his uh, style um, for Battle at Big Rock. The way that he worked with the camera, the way that he framed the animals, um, the way that just it would, for such a short film, it even found ways to linger on the animals in ways that I felt like the Jurassic World films didn't. Also, the visual style seemed to pull a little bit from (laughs) Jurassic World and a little bit from Fallen Kingdom, but also just evolve in its own way. There are a few shots that felt inspired by Fallen Kingdom, like the uh, wide shot of the Allosaurus roaring at them Mm. uh, when they had like the spear and whatnot that sort of had that framing that felt like it was an evolution of fallen kingdom cinematography and um yeah no but i don't know it was really cool seeing dinosaur the dinosaurs being scary again um yeah in a way yeah, that the felt general atmosphere felt naturalistic the environment yeah and then i love the uh the footage at the end obviously <laughs> oh during the yeah, yeah i love watching the <laughs> compies great. chase the girl the compies chase the girl <laughs> that is great um, so let's talk about Jurassic World three. Let's talk about Dominion. Um, it's um, it's gonna have dinosaurs. It's it's gonna have dinosaurs in it, but we don't know when we will see those dinosaurs. That so is obviously, true. as we know, as we said last time as well, everything's been postponed until mm-hmm. further notice, until things clear up a little bit. Um, so so, Andre, it wasn't that far into filming. So obviously, they have the majority of the filming to do. There was a big chunk of of work to do scheduling conflicts can be difficult and obviously if if it's six months and things pick up again there could be other movies that these stars are attached to Mm -hmm. that they may have to go to and obviously i think a lot of studios have already said they'll work together to try and make projects everybody's project happen after these delays because it's out of everybody's control yeah but uh it might mean a minor cast casting change it might mean that some of the work they've done up in Vancouver will have to be reshot anyway. I mean, if you think about it, if it's Maisie, 
that's because she was in Vancouver for some of the film, yeah. correct? Yes. If it's predominantly on her, and for example, she has a growth spurt between, <laughs> you know, if it's six months, if it's a year time before they actually get back to filming, if there is any form of change, obviously they can do some visual effects work, but it may just be easier to reshoot the couple of days they would have done with her in Canada. Yeah, no, sense. yeah, that, that's absolutely true. I think that there's just a lot of unknowns right now. I'm obviously, even from like a selfish perspective, I'm hoping that Jurassic is like the biggest uh, film on all the stars' dockets uh, at the moment. So once things kick back in, I'm, I really do hope it gets priority. Um, the other thing is, is people are saying they hope the film isn't delayed. I mean, I've seen a lot of people saying that. Well, I'm going to... S- I'm going to cut through that noise and say something different. I hope the film is delayed. Um, <laughs> oh, controversial. Chris <laughs> controversial. Because otherwise they're going to have to cut a lot of corners to make that original date and the movie will suffer because of it. And that, that would involve um, putting higher strain on the visual effects teams as well as cutting a lot of practical effects. Um, it would basically yeah. mean that more of the movie will be handled in post. They'll have less time to focus on each individual scene, less time to focus on set build, uh, animatronic building, which were still you know still in development. Yeah, because let's not forget the Pinewood sets were still being oh, yeah. built at this time. So, P- these I mean, things... they're not really in a position to just jump back People in assume pre-production ends when production begins. No, pre-production continues yeah. <laughs> throughout the entire production run and basically pre-production is always happening for the scene that they're shooting next week they don't have a warehouse filled with all their props just ready to go when when it's time no these teams are, these art teams are constantly working on the film in development same with building the sets so pre-production has halted that means animatronics stop being made sets stop being made Props stop being made. Art stop being developed. This this is not like this is not all done in advance, and then the movie starts filming. Um, so if they resume production, they they've lost a lot of time in the pre-production outlook um, and workflow. And if they want to make the original date, they have to film as long as they were originally going to film. Um, they're not going to be able to film that long, which means things would have to be cut ultimately the movie would suffer because of it and then it's just going to put a higher strain on the vfx artists um yeah i mean it's weird to think that the movie wouldn't be delayed it's obviously going to it be better delayed be delayed some point most movies have it's just already. kind of scary I mean, they haven't announced the delay yet um and my hope is maybe they're humoring trying to figure out okay how soon can we start filming um yeah. so how long do we have do we have to delay it all the way to june 2022 or can we possibly delay it to um like winter yeah winter 2021 um yeah and if that if that aesthetically fits with the movie i would i I don't think i would be opposed to that i don't know why i would why anyone would be really i mean we've seen that'd be it'd be a fresh thing for a jurassic film star wars movies were traditionally summer movies and there was a lot of controversy when they moved the force awakens to december everyone said oh it's not right it's you know against the grain and then it went and became the highest grossing film um, yeah, at the end of the day, I understand that, but it, it, it's kind of like, it's still, a, yeah. it's just a movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, doesn't it doesn't really matter, matter when, when you watch out. it. Yeah. Just, just yeah, put the yeah. damn thing out. Exactly. You know, and I, I think... I'd take a winter release, because then it, it's really, it's only six months or so Which... of delay, and if things clear up in the next couple of months, they could get back on track pretty pretty swiftly, and, mm-hmm. and then a six-month delay makes sense. Gives them a little bit more extra time to adapt, now, to I catch don't... up, and then adequate time for... Uh, visual effects but that's only providing that we're not now realistically six months quarantine down the line realistically is COVID-19 going to be not an issue in a few months no but if 
quarantine um, procedures are, are placed in effect and kept in effect properly, it'll be less of an issue. Um, now, getting back to work, things like Pinewood Studios, they would probably need to reestablish certain... I don't know what their sick leave... Like, I don't know how things work at Pinewood and what things work like on the production. But doing things like doing temperature checks, um, generally speaking, trying to keep less people in tight areas providing things like masks having very easy sick leave um things like that will have to happen for the movie to resume filming safely and that's gonna be with most jobs so i mean yeah they can go back and start working hopefully within a few months but the workflow and safety procedures they'll, they'll have to be a little bit more strained so things will have to be a little bit more uh health oriented to get things moving um which is fine i just hope that they look at it the same way rather than just trying to it's, jump it's back into it though, and have an outbreak and then the in entire movie has to shut down because half the crew is sick yeah exactly i think every industry in that sense will is going to change at least the protocols they have to follow mm -hmm. it's just interesting because in the uk there's obviously there's no there's no real way to tell how soon anything is going to get back together at the moment we're in that trying to slow that curve mm -hmm. everybody's trying to remain inside and stick to the sort of government orders but there was a lady i forget she was a doctor i don't know what, what her role was but she was a medical officer and she said at a press conference in the uk that it might be six months or more before the country gets back to normal but that doesn't mean pinewood wouldn't open <clears throat> during it just months. wouldn't That's be kind of the point it's it's it wouldn't be normal yeah. they would have to like i think for pinewood to reopen they would have to do things like cut their elective classes basically focus only on the film crews that they have in there and cut some of their yeah, get some of the movies moving cuts again, yeah basically. cut some of their side projects reduce the amount of people they have in there um put things like temperature <laughs> checks so people that are running a fever can't come to work because that happens yeah. all the time people need their jobs and unfortunately a lot of times there's not a lot of job at least in the u.s there's not a lot of job security so you can't afford calling off sick <clears throat> They need to put that job security in there, and they also need screening so people don't have to feel guilty. It's like the employer will say, hey, listen, go home. You're sick. It's fine. You know, we'll, we'll figure it's, it's this out. It's going to be a very gradual change as well back into normality, and normality won't really be the same. Yeah, normality isn't – it's not going to be flicking a switch when we're back to normal. It's going to be – yeah. No, yeah. no. <laughs> um, and obviously there are a lot of issues at play, and not just when will a movie film, but – at the same time yeah. you know <laughs> exactly. um, when when will jurassic go um <laughs> but yeah it's a complicated issue and eh, i i mean none it's, of us yeah. we're not none of us it's so new to yeah, everyone we're not doctors we don't know anything um it's 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 i don't know but we'll see what happens and you know with any luck when things will get better and they will start filming sometime later this year. And maybe they will meet the December. Maybe they'll be able to do December. Um, people have said that won't work because Avatar 2 is coming out in December. But, Avatar 2 is not coming but, out in December, my friend. I guarantee it. I was going to say, it, yeah. It, it's Avatar production, definitely it's, not coming it's out. production <laughs> has been affected by this as well as every other production. Yeah, so why wouldn't yeah. it be delayed? Avatar 2 <laughs> takes you know, Jurassic World 3's date. Uh, you know, or June 2022, I mean. And, mm -hmm. you know, just, I don't know. Is there a trailer for Avatar 2? Just a side no, point? I don't think There's so. There's a picture of like a bunch of kids in a tree or something. I was going to say, I swear there was <laughs> That like, came out like four years ago. Navi. <laughs> There's a trailer. No, there hasn't There's been a trailer. There, no. Right? Um, but yeah, no, I think December would be a really interesting fit for Jurassic World Dominion. Which, by the way, I, do I don't love the name Dominion, not because it's bad, but because it just doesn't seem to fit with Jurassic World name, Jurassic Park name style. When you go from Jurassic Park to the Lost World Jurassic Park... 
having like a one word Jurassic World Dominion doesn't really fit. I mean, we said the same thing. But then we had Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Which, it's kind of the same thing. Y- yeah. yeah, it is, but at least it was two words. I that mm. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was just a big fan of Jurassic. <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. I, I think we we Assis and I said uh, it, it's okay. Like it works, and the name obviously the the sort of definition of the name fits quite well too. Yeah. Um, it just to me it didn't initially sound right or look right, and then the more I've seen it written, and I think seeing the slate with the image on and the logo, I just it looks good. I think it looks fine, uh, and it's starting to sound pretty good. I just think a new era worked. For yeah, me. new era. I I was a big fan of obviously. I don't know, yeah. man. Jurassic Park three part two sounds a pretty sweet too. <laughs> part two, just call you. <laughs> Jurassic Park three part two. Silver logo with a spinosaurus. <laughs> oh, no spine in the movie. Yeah, no, no Spinosaurus in the movie, but it's on the logo anyways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not huge on the title, but I don't dislike it either. Um, it definitely doesn't sound like the end of a series or anything like that. It just Maybe sounds... Maybe it won't be, hint, hint, well, hint. Yeah, it's obviously not. <laughs> oh, insider you know. information. Chris likes dinos. Uh, logical information, but people Damn, keep going off fun. of um, people keep going off of uh, from back like during Jurassic Park three when they're like, we have the rights for six movies, blah blah blah. Well, they haven't said that for you know twenty years that they've had the rights for six movies. They obviously have more rights when Jurassic World blew up and became the giant movie that it was. Oh, they man, obviously they, they obviously so went cool. and hopped on and they're like, let's license more Jurassic movies and let's license things like cartoons, which are now happening. Um, let's and potentially live action let, TV shows. Let's license hit? things like um, what's it called? Let's license things like the Jurassic World live tour, um, which was supposed to be touring for the next three years, well past the movies. So obviously they have a program, and they're not going to want to have all these programs out there, like toys and everything like that, without films. So <laughs> let's be real. Um, one way or another, more stuff is coming. At least that's the plan. Obviously things could change. But I would, even in a real, in a weird world where Jurassic World Dominion bombed, there would still be more content. You know what I mean? People, lo- yeah. people mm-hmm. love these films. There's a lot of passion behind them, and there's a lot of money in them. So, I would love to see another Battle of Big Rock from Colin yeah. after Dominion. I would like to see things like Battle of Big Rock taken from different directors that um, different directors that can each put their own little style in, like a little oh, Jurassic that's short, interesting. like an anthology. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Alex Garland, man. Oh my god, don't get me. Don't even get me that excited, please. His, I mean, hell, his would be good if he didn't even have dinosaurs in it. Give Alex Garland, like, the short film that, like, goes back into, like, the techno thriller science. Yeah, the techno thriller science of it all. Um, Oh, wow. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, no, I would love to see just different people take their perspective on Jurassic and see what that looks like. Uh, And obviously, I'd be fine if Colin did it as well. But I think it'd be really interesting if we could have a lot of people, uh, other people, John Krasinski, come in and uh, do. John Krasinski would be a great one, especially after his. Uh, a Quiet Place. Uh, Quiet Place, yeah. yeah. A Quiet Place, too, as well. That was delayed, right? Yes, or yes that was delayed. Yeah, that's a shame because that looked really good. Yeah, it was delayed. Like was it was like coming out in like three weeks or something. Like from where it was delayed, it was like like I think it premiered yeah. even. I think people saw the movie already. Really? That's or, interesting. Or maybe I'm thinking. I don't, think, I don't think so. I think initial release was March eighth. Yeah. I think critics might have um, saw it. I'm not sure though. 
Or maybe. Release date delayed. Yeah, it was delayed. Yeah, you're right. It was delayed pretty much after some people were, would have seen the premiere. Quite place September 4th. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. And that's even optimistic because when that delay was yeah. said, it was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But now I'm looking forward. I'm like, are, are audiences going to be flooding to theaters in September? Like, you know. Will there be theaters in September? Uh, yeah. It, it, there's just, yeah. It's. It's kind the whole of thing. it's a crazy. There's a lot happening right now, and uh, it's hard. We're taking it a lot of it for granted, and as time's going on, I think it's becoming more and more clear how much things are not set in stone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So things will change, but it'll be interesting either way. And hopefully, if the Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous series was near enough complete. It'll be the perfect kind of content Hell, they, for this type of isolation. Assuming they work chronologically. You know, mandatory isolation. Yeah, assuming they work chronologically, maybe they could even like do the season release like half season, half season. You know what I mean? Like they could they could even do an episodic run if we're gonna be you know, if general audience is gonna be Netflix stuck has never done that the in the US, months. but I would love it. They do it in the UK yeah. for for certain shows, but I think it's yeah. that's more because of how the networks work in the US. Like Better Call Saul, for example, we get it episodically, weekly, but that's because of how it's playing on AM. Is it AMC in America? Uh, yeah, it, it's it, released yeah. weekly, so we get it weekly here, which is really annoying because I used to love binge watching that kind of show. I I think that there's benefit though for shows that generate discussion to have a weekly release. Like if like Yeah, it works for Better Call Saul. It, it, it's it's just I think it's just a personal thing, right? Like Better Call Saul I used to binge cuz it used to just drop in seasons and then now I think the last 2 or 3 seasons have been episodic on Netflix. Mm. Which yeah, it is good, but after one you know, it's like it's not enough. Yeah, <laughs> not enough. Yeah, and I for like a cartoon, I mean, I think it would work even well if they like would do like assuming the show i forget how many episodes were like in troll hunters it was more than you'd expect so like maybe they could even do episodic but not like one episode a week but like maybe like three episodes um like you know what i mean like drops of three episodes or whatnot let me see how many episodes is in part one was there ever an episode list or uh an episode count maybe for camp cretaceous do we have Uh, oh shoot I want to say Fast and Furious. I want to say like twenty episodes a season or something like that, and I think that we're looking at. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, so it's a little bit more. It might be a little bit more content. I was thinking it's going to be like an eight part um, or something. Troll Hunters uh, season one had twenty six episodes, and then season two and three had um, thirteen episodes each. Um, okay. So, and one of the interesting things was uh, with one of the press releases from Toy Fair or something like that. They mentioned, I think, season two. I think, oh yeah, I think they mentioned season two of Camp Cretaceous was slated to still come out. Like season one was supposed to come out like this summer, and season two was supposed to come out this winter. Now, obviously, that's all changed, but um, yeah, it will be interesting to see. I, 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 just there's so many unknowns at this point. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, to be fair, uh. Fast and Furious has only eight episodes. Oof. Oh, really? Yep. Isn't that the same production team? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So it's it might Vin actually Diesel be it, an eight-episode run. Maybe they'll do 13. We just 13 episodes. We just don't know. Because 13 no episodes idea, seems to be what they started fitting into with their um, Troll Hunters, which is like their primary big Netflix high-budget thing, which actually ended up being pretty good because uh, I watched it once I found out that team was like, you know they're doing Jurassic. I was like, I want to see what they're capable of, um, and yeah. like what their content is well, like. 
Well, fingers crossed we get something soon, maybe an updated release or an actual release date, premiere date or something like that that comes with new footage. It would be nice to be introduced to the characters a yeah. little bit or even just the characters, see the some story. more of the world and how that's going to look. Yeah, absolutely. The characters, the story. I mean, we really we know kids get left behind on Isla Nublar, but like, what is the story? Who are these characters? What does that look like? What does that translate to? So, I wonder if it's been inspired by that very original Jurassic Park 3 script. It does sound no. like it, doesn't it? It really I does sound like <laughs> Kids get I stranded on the island and have to, like, yeah. Swiss Family Robinson-style survive. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly... It could work, you know, it could That's work. what it sounds like, and that's kind of fun. The audience is there, though. I mean, generally, for a show of kids that have grown up with Jurassic World, for example, the next step in that, in that is them wanting to actually go there, right, and, and play it and be a part of it. We, you know, I think it works in that. It's going to be, it's going to... Hell, I mean, gonna... season one itself for Camp Cretaceous might be most of it is before things go awry. Like, a lot of season one could be, like, showing us the open park from a different perspective. And then... Yeah, really positive side to it. And, all and then... Because they're there for a, a special thing, right? Like a like class. A, class. Like a summer camp, basically. Training. Like an an intern. Camp, yeah. Like, you know, like volunteer programs, like at zoos and whatnot. Um, how you can yeah. stay at the zoo. Like you can stay thing? at the zoo and moment? everything. So, yeah, I think it's similar to what... Uh, Claire did in the evolution of Claire. Um, given yeah. that, given that was college-aged interns, and that was before the park was open, and I don't think these kids are like college age. I think this might be like high school age um, intern, like camp, oh, yeah, camp summer camp program. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, it's like a summer camp where you like work at the park, volunteer at the park, or whatnot, and have like a summer camp like initiative. And it, it has its own, like, it has its own hub that the rest of the park, like, visitors don't get to go to, which makes sense. It would be weird if, like, like and here's where our summer camp. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they have their own little private part of the Walks park for the summer the camp. Yeah. <laughs> which is why we haven't seen it. So we I get to see it from a new perspective. And um, then, obviously, eventually things go wrong. And somehow they get left behind. Maybe their camp counselors get eaten. Hey. We can only hope so. We can only hope. Yeah, let's have some death. <laughs> some gore. Just eviscerate some them. Some gore. Let's see their... No yeah, let's let's get the no Ned, let's get the Nedry death from the book. Just their intestines pulled oh, out. Dude, I was oh, literally man. just thinking that, the intestines. It's <laughs> uh, such a good scene. Oh, uh, it's so dark. Yeah, I, I'd love to see that recreated. That In Camp Cretaceous, yeah. Just took those pages. Just, yeah. just, yeah. just one <laughs> of the kids just screaming, Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Holding his own intestines. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, gross. But uh, it would be cool if somebody to recreate that scene from the novel. Yeah. Just go out with a, a Dilophosaurus animatronic. Go back to that same location that they shot on uh, Kauai. Yeah, it's just, you know, a sm- small little passion project. Nothing too difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, something small. Uh, something small. Just... Someone get Jack Dillamar on the horn. I'll do it. I, I get, think but, you can do Could it. you imagine how cool it. it would be to get Wayne Knight back to be like, we want to recreate <laughs> that scene. Oh, my God. More gory. <laughs> more like the book. We want, to, we want to ruin you more. We want to destroy your body more. Yeah, we're gonna fire a couple more shotguns into you because it was a shotgun, right? They used full of the of the uh, whatever it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, I remember. Well, I, I'm sure it was a modified shotgun, not quite. No, no, it, it, it had it had the pellets. <laughs> they were just hoping it would miss. Thank God it did. You know. Oh my God. <laughs> No, but I remember reading, uh, I think it must have been Total Film or something, one of the UK magazines. They had an interview with Wayne Knight, and he revealed that he still lives next door to the guy that shot him, the guy that shot the gun. You know, they shot the gloopy <laughs> stuff on his face. He still lives next door to him, and they share an awkward... Shot the gloopy stuff Hello, on yeah. his face. <laughs> <laughs> Chris.
that, 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 that can be awkward afterwards. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> we're back, baby. Oh, uh, we're back. Uh, yeah, great. Nice talking with you guys, and uh, I'm sure, or hopefully, there'll be some actual uh, Jurassic something soon. Something little news, Jurassic news. something 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 little something little something something. something. That'd be cool. Bit of noise. An Any final thoughts, guys? <laughs> um, I would love if I don't think I actually chimed in on this. I would love if the Jurassic Park T Rex design returns for Jurassic World <laughs> Three, somewhere. You know, obviously with the appropriate scars and a little bit of aging, that would be cool. And just canonically say that wherever she's living now affected her diet, and now she looks better. She was just really sick during Jurassic, the other Jurassic World films. <laughs> yeah, they weren't feeding. They, they weren't. Right, the island just didn't have what she needed. And wherever the hell she is now, it had the exact nutrients she needed, Not and she just, she just, diet. you know, she really recovered. She really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, in that sense, in that, that sense, because general audiences don't care apparently according to a lot of people according to even so a lot of people say that general audiences don't care they won't care if they change her this time either (laughs) make her fucking feathered let's do it and if they and as other people say the dress apart dinosaurs always change well then at the same time there's no reason not to change there's no reason not to change it again i love the way you think christopher why not get it right Fair point Guys, great to speak to you, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we will debate the same exact topic. On <laughs> All right, I will talk to you podcast. in 2044 on episode 78. Nice. 78 of the general podcast. <laughs> that could be the Honey Dog Shrink the Kids podcast, actually. Thank you very much. All, <laughs> All right. right, guys. All right. Bye, boys.